Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed, Selectively Applying the Strategies which we discuss each week, will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. In today's episode, we're going to focus on the topic of mental models as an underlying basis for solid reasoning in our decision-making efforts. A mental model is the lens from which we look at and try to understand the world, and general issues which exist based on common variables, as well as identifying unique elements. Some writers have analogized these mental models as being tools found in each person's toolbox, which are available as constructs to assist in the decision-making process. I have seen reference to more than a thousand such models So the likelihood is that each of us subconsciously relies on just a few. Perhaps you would be receptive to adding a few more mental model selections to enhance your decision-making skills. Mental models enjoy varying degrees of popularity, in large part based on their usefulness. If, over time, a mental model has been repeatedly helpful in the decision-making process within certain fields, it has demonstrated its utility and generates more frequent use. There is no one-size-fits-all mental model. In fact, most of them are isolated to application in specific fields such as the sciences, business, psychology, economics, math and engineering, and thought and judgment. So, of course, many of these models, though interesting, are less than impactful on our individual lives. In many instances, mental models would probably remain within the jurisdiction of think tanks, but for the almost cult status of one significant proponent, Charlie Munger. Mr. Munger is the longtime business partner of Warren Buffett. Over the years, Mr. Munger has written several times about mental models. As Mr. Munger was once quoted as saying, quote, 80 or 90 important models will carry about 90% of the freight in making you a worldly wise person. And of those, only a mere handful really carry very heavy freight." Contrary to the frequent preference for newness, mental models are not recent creations. They have been generated throughout history, some even dating back to the ancient Greeks and Romans. In fact, one of my favorite mental models was developed by the Stoic philosophers Marcus Aurelius and Seneca, who were Roman, and Epictetus, who was Greek. By regularly engaging in a practice known as premeditatio malorum, or a premeditation of evils, the Stoic philosophers focused on everything which could go wrong with a plan. By putting the emphasis on the negative fallout, 
The objective was to better manage fear of the outcomes and put greater attention on preventive actions. By applying this reverse analytical process, it is very probable that previously unseen flaws in a plan can be revealed and further innovations can emerge. Some mental models are quite esoteric, while others seem more like basic assumptions, and they are. Consider the following mental models. You will note that popularity does not necessarily make them accurate or ultimately helpful. Keep in mind that in an article entitled 30 Mental Models to Add to Your Thinking Toolbox by Anne-Laure LeConf, these mental models are regarded as, quote, shortcuts for reasoning, close quote. Yet, I would question the premise upon which further analysis would be based. The first mental model cited by Ms. LeConf is anchoring. She explains that this is, quote, a cognitive bias where an individual relies too heavily on an initial piece of information, the anchor, when making decisions, close quote. To my thinking, even including anchoring, although with a slightly negative spin, seems analogous to keeping a broken screwdriver in one's toolbox. If it won't do the job that it's supposed to do, and do it well, why keep it available for use? The process of anchoring is no more than an unjustifiable reliance on an assumption which, if false, could skew the entire reasoning being pursued. I find a similar problem exists with Ms. LeConf including common knowledge as a mental model. Ms. LeConf does acknowledge that it doesn't, quote, necessarily mean truth, but most people will accept it as valid, close quote. However, it does strike me as a shaky proposition upon which to base your reasoning. I would be inclined to look for a more solid foundation for my analysis. In another article, Mental Models, the best way to make intelligent decisions. Approximately 100 models explained by Farnham Street. Before moving into more specialized scientific theories, the article begins with nine core mental models. Integrating any combination of these nine models into your thought process could add another dimension to your decision making and broaden your analytic approach. One, the map is not the territory. Quote, the map of reality is not reality. That's because they're reductions of what they represent. A map can also be a snapshot of a point in time, representing something that no longer exists. Close quote. Circle of competence. Quote, when ego and not competence drives what we undertake, we have blind spots. When you are honest about where your knowledge is lacking, you know where you are vulnerable and where you can improve. Close quote. First principles thinking. 
quote, helps clarify complicated problems by separating the underlying ideas or facts from any assumptions based on them. What remains are the essentials, close quote. Thought experiment, quote, devices of the imagination used to investigate the nature of things. They can help us both figure out what we really want and the best way to get there, close quote. Second order thinking, quote, thinking farther ahead, not only consider our actions and their immediate consequences, but the subsequent effect of those actions as well, close quote. Probabilistic thinking, quote, trying to estimate using some tools of math and logic, the likelihood of any specific outcome coming to pass. It is one of the best tools we have to improve the accuracy of our decisions, close quote. Inversion, quote, it helps identify and remove obstacles to success, allows us to flip the problem around and think backward. It can be more useful to start at the end. Close quote. Occam's razor, quote, simpler explanations are more likely to be true than complicated ones. Make decisions more confidently by basing them on the explanation that has the fewest moving parts, close quote. And Hanlon's razor, quote, we should not attribute to malice that which is more easily explained by stupidity. Helps us avoid paranoia and ideology. We look for options instead of missing opportunities. Reminds us that people do make mistakes. The explanation most likely to be right is the one that contains the least amount of intent, close quote. Although I pointed out certain fallacies which were present in two of the mental models cited by Ms. LeCompf in her article, she then noted that, quote, a tool is only as good as its user, close quote, and cited a few points which are helpful for recognizing and applying mental models. First, she says to, quote, be aware of your thinking by asking yourself provoking questions, close quote. Then, quote, gather information to challenge your thinking with actual facts, close quote. Quote, inquire into other people's thinking and challenge their views, close quote. Quote, resist jumping to conclusions and suspend your assumptions, close quote. And finally, quote, look for recurring thought patterns and unlearn them, close quote. If you're interested in reading about selection of mental models in greater depth, I would recommend the Farnham Street article from which the nine examples were taken. It seems only appropriate to return to the endorsement of mental models by Charlie Munger. Quote, well, the first rule is that you can't really know anything if you just remember isolated facts and try and bang them back. 
If the facts don't hang together on a lattice work of theory, you don't have them in a usable form. You've got to have models in your head, and you've got to array your experience, both vicarious and direct, on this lattice work of models. You've got to hang experience on a lattice work of models in your head. Close quote. As admonished by the Farnham Street article, quote, and remember, building your lattice work is a lifelong project. Close quote. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?